1: japan's tokyo stock exchange returned to trade this morning following a technical outage yesterday investors don't seem to phase by the day-long closure the nikkei is trading up half a percent elsewhere australia is set to release retail sales data this morning at around 9 30 a.m local time the asx 200 is currently in the red down more than half a percent markets in china hong kong taiwan south korea and india are closed today for public holidays Joining me now to discuss all the market action is Ryan Huang plans for the weekend Ryan
0: TJF Michelle yes we will be heading to USS hopefully it stays sunny for the rest of the day
1: how exciting clambering around
0: because it's children's day so the schools are closed so I have to figure out something to do
1: All right, well, enjoy yourself and take lots of snaps. The Tokyo Stock Exchange and several of its affiliates elsewhere in Japan, including in Sapporo, Nagoya and Fukuoka, had to close yesterday because of a technical failure. Trading in thousands of companies was affected. Now, the exchanges are open again today. I have two questions for you, Ryan. First up, do we know yet what caused the failure? Could it have been foul play? Okay, three questions. What impact is the shutdown having on the exchanges' reputation?
0: Okay, let's take the question first. What caused it? Mm. And what we have in terms of details is apparently um, they were trying to switch to a backup and somehow along the way, that that didn't happen. So there was a bit of malfunction. So the backup systems didn't kick in when they were supposed to and it just crashed for the entire day. So this was the worst outage in history. So the last time uh, we had something of a malfunction was sometime in 2005, and that was only half a day. And they have ruled out any foul play, at least for now. Uh, no, so no similar accusations of uh, DDoS or mm. distributed denial of service attacks. That happened to New Zealand. So that there were some concerns initially, but they have ruled that out. Uh, looking at the, I guess, impact. I think it is a bit fortunate in the sense that it didn't happen right after the US presidential elections when people were likely to be more active, Mm. looking for short-term trades. So it happened a day after when more markets were closed, when the Chinese markets were closed for the Golden Week stretch. And of course, South Korea closed again. So it was a relatively more quiet marketplace. So in terms of impact, it could have been worse. but I guess it was um, better. And of course, They have resolved it, and it's now back up again.
1: All right, silver lining approach you're taking there. There's a story that we haven't talked about recently, but it is the biggest factor affecting markets and the global economy. It's kind of like the air that we breathe. Mm -hmm. You know, unless something changes, you just don't talk about it. I am. Referring to COVID-19, and we have some good news to discuss this morning. It's a sign that Singapore and some of our neighbours are making progress against the pandemic. Singapore is lifting border restrictions with two countries. Who are they, and what changes can we expect?
0: So, stand by for potential tourists from Australia and Vietnam, but Australia minus the state of Victoria, uh, because that is still a hot spot. So. People coming through from those places still have to go through and quarantine uh, for now. But that is uh, when they return home. So there is still a bit of trouble or trouble they have to experience, not going to be back to normal in terms of a holiday experience. So they can come here. But when they go back to Australia, they will need to be quarantined when they go home. So they might or might not like that idea. So we'll see if that is something they'll take up.
1: All right. Listen, I have a game for you. It's called Eye Popping Numbers. I'm going to give you a number and you tell us why it is or is not eye popping. Are you ready? Let's go. 1.26 million.
0: Okay, that is the price of a flat at the pinnacle, at least going by the latest transaction. And this is for a. Um, flat that is around 107 square metres. Five-room flat, yeah. Five-room flat. And mm. that is around the 43rd to 45th storey, so wow. rather high. Mm, beautiful view. The Business Times ran a story today about how
1: property sales seem to be at a disconnect with the general economy. What do you think about that?
0: Okay, that is interesting because we hear about job losses and pay cuts, but the property market is still pushing on. So. As soon
1: as people could view those flats physically.
0: Yeah, so what's going on, right? So it's a bit of a head-scratcher in Mm. that sense. So maybe there is still some momentum in the property market and maybe there are pockets of people who are still able to afford it, those who are not affected as much.
1: Back to our game. Our next eye-popping number is 20,000.
0: 20,000, that is the number of workers at Amazon who tested positive for COVID-19. Gosh. So that... I guess in context, if you look at Amazon's population of its workforce, Uh they have 1.3 million. So in percentage terms, that is around 1.5%. And Amazon is kind of downplaying it, saying... That is not as much as the general population in terms of percentage.
1: Again, silver lining approach. Amazon also making headlines here in Singapore. It's going to take over three floors of Citigroup's office space at Asia Square Tower One. Amazon's move comes as some of its Chinese competitors, you know, Tencent, Alibaba, ByteDance, they're also expanding their presence here as they make Singapore their regional hub. All right, final question for you this morning. Ryan, the Straits Times Index rallied yesterday. It climbed 1.3% to regain the 2,500 level for the first time in a fortnight, actually. It closed at 2,500.74 to be exact. So how's it doing this morning? And is the SDI likely to find support at that 2,500 point level?
0: Yeah, quite encouraging to see it back above 2,500. And we are now seeing it continue to extend yesterday's gains of now in the green by 0.1%. So it snapped a two-day losing streak yesterday and now it's on its way to a two-day winning streak. And looking at some of the top movers, I think worth tracking uh, Samcorp Marine has been quite active in recent days because of all the talk about potential merger of Capital Offshore Marine and it was uh, trading higher yesterday at 5.5% in the green at 15.4 cents. And if we look at the action today for Samcorp Marine, it is giving back some of those gains for now is down by 0.1% or 0.65% at 15.3 cents. And some stocks to look out for as well, you have the likes of OUE. Their CFO has just stepped down, but the stock is still flat for now. And in the top movers, the banks are up. So that is supporting the markets for now. So we've got the likes of UOB up
1: by 0.5%. All right, thanks very much and enjoy clambering around that
0: ship, Ryan. Before acting on the information on MoneyFM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SBH radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.